Hey everybody, this is Daniel Matam here. This is the first ever episode of the Goodfellas podcast. Now, I'll give you a quick overview about of what this show will be about. And uh, probably in another episode, I'll give a more extensive kind of recap of my background, what the show will be about, and uh, kind of how I got into personal development in the first place. But, you know, the 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 cover art kind of centers around or shows three things health wealth and happiness right but a lot of what i'm going to be talking about on this show is kind of documenting my personal development journey and it's a lot of it's going to be about mental health because i think that's the most important thing uh, a person needs right to optimize their life um but there will be elements of physical uh physical topics on physical fitness and how to get the healthiest body you can and then because of my background working on Wall Street and, you know, what I do for a living, which is day trading right now, you know, I'll try to incorporate uh, topics around finances occasionally. And eventually, hopefully, we'll be at a point one day where we have guests on the show and we do interviews and, uh, you know, we can bring in experts uh, across these three different areas. But initially, especially in the beginning, a lot of it's going to focus around kind of personal development and, and mental health. Right. But at the end of the day, I do want to stress that all three of these things are important, which is why, you know, I didn't want to just pick one. Right. I think they're all synergistic. And, you know, the better mental health you are, then the more motivation you're going to have to work out. And the more, you know, where you work out, the more discipline you're going to have uh, and commitment you're going to have to your goals. And I think that's going to lead to making better financial decisions in life and, you know, being able to work longer and harder, et cetera. So all three are very important. You know, I spend a, a lot of my time throughout the week kind of working on my mental health, you know, work, spending time in the gym and trying to get the best body I can get. And then obviously, because I'm a day trader, you know, I do try to make uh, and my backgrounds in investment banking and private equity. You know, I try to um, I know a thing or two about investing and, and just how to build wealth. But, you know, at the end of the day, this show is, you know, a platform for me to document my journey. Right. And share it with with the world basically because i'm not where i want to be in life you know and i'm not an expert or the best in any of these three areas but i'm constantly striving to be the best version of myself and i want to take you on that journey because i do believe that if i can uh you know stick with the plan and implement a lot of these habits i'm going to talk about later in the show i do think i will be very successful in life um and i just want to take you on that journey kind of when I was at the bottom. I'm, I'm not necessarily at the bottom now. I've made a lot of progress in the last three years, but I still have a lot of work to do. So let me just quickly talk about how I got into personal development. So, you know, growing up, this this wasn't taught in school and kind of mental health and personal development wasn't something that was uh, spoken a lot about in my in my household, right? Grew up in a Catholic family. So we talked about kind of that religion and I was raised kind of with Judeo-Christian values but a lot of it just centered around study hard you know get a good education go to the best school you can get so you can get a good career and make money and be successful right so that was my wiring kind of in middle school and high school where I went to a good private school in Miami and everyone was just focused on school you know trying to go to the best college they can go to so that's what I did you know I went to the University of Chicago which at the time was ranked, you know, in 2011, the number 10 or nine school in the country, I think. And for the last couple of years now, it's been top three or four. Uh, but once I got to the University of Chicago, 
I was then surrounded by even more type A people, right? The smartest of the smartest people who, you know, were focused on school and their career. And so a lot of what I did from the ages of 18 or 26, right? I was very money driven, success driven and, and career focused. And um, I didn't really read every day. I didn't focus on personal development. Um, and a, kind of my happiness was intertwined with what was going on in my life academically and, and career wise. Right. Whenever I got a really good internship or job offer, I was at really high points. Whenever I faced setbacks on the career or academic front, I was at low points. And that's really not how, you know, you, you, we all need to learn to control our mind. Right. So this life's going to always throw kind of punches at us, curves, curveballs at us. And we have to learn to kind of kind of deal with that. Right. So long story short, you know, every year after I graduated, I was making more money, getting better jobs and even my hours were improving. But I just noticed that I wasn't getting much happier. You know, I had more discretionary income that I was spending, you know, on materialistic things or on travel, which I never regret. But at the end of the day, I just I just realized and it wasn't really until COVID when I took a five week trip to Europe that I just realized money and success, right, is not kind of the long term, re the recipe for long term happiness. Right. And so what happened was in 2019, I kind of left investment banking and went to private equity. And I thought this was going to solve all my problems. Oh, sorry. In 2018, I did that. But in reality, it didn't. Right. That my, that first P for my work that was was a really tough uh, environment and I was really unhappy. So in 2019, April 2019, I read this book called The Miracle Morning. I'll probably do an episode on that another time. But, you know, how Elrod basically talks about how he implemented six habits into his life that drastically changed his life and these habits the acronym is savers that stands for the s stands for silence or meditation the a stands for affirmations the v stands for visualization the e stands for exercise the r stands for reading and the s stands for scribing or journaling so this is the foundation for everything i do now when it comes to personal development and, and mental health and it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of what i talk about uh, and then another event I went to in Tony Ro in 2019 was Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within event. And while I didn't get as many tangible things that I implemented in my life um, after that event, no, I should have. I just wasn't kind of paying attention as well as I should have. It, what it did do was it did expose me to a type of individual who had been through pretty tough situations in life. And that made me realize how privileged I really was. So after I went to that in November of 2019, I just... It's like a light bulb just went off and I was just my work ethic, my motivation and discipline after that event really went through the roof. But let me just give you a quick three year recap of how I implemented all this. So in 2019, read the miracle morning, you know, when I was working in investment banking and private equity, I gained a ton of weight. Like I got, in my opinion, you know, fat and, you know, I didn't feel my best. I couldn't perform my best when I was playing sports. And my confidence wasn't the best. So in 2019, you know, I started getting back in shape. I think I probably lost about 15 pounds that year. Then in 2020, I really started lifting and focusing on getting back in shape. And then on top of that, once COVID hit, I really started reading more every day and acquired a ton of knowledge by doing that. And I started implementing affirmations into my life every single day. And that had a, so now I, I was, I wasn't doing it every day like I should have, but I was very regularly doing three of the six habits in savers, right? In 2020. And 2020 was overall a really great year for me. 
But what happened was so many good things happened that kind of in Q4 of 2020, I started slacking off on, on savers and working out and personal development. Uh, I had just come off of a kind of five-week Croatia trip that I really enjoyed, went back to the office, and I was just not happy. And um, I made that worse by kind of going on trips. And you know, the more and more I neglected some of these habits, the worse things got for me. So basically what happened was, you know, I kind of entered 2021 with big goals and aspirations, but none of the habits or behaviors that I needed to achieve those goals were kind of set in stone in my life because I had neglected savers, right? And it's one of those things you skip one day, it becomes easier to skip the next and the next. And before you know it, you're kind of just back to your old self. So the first half of 2021, not only did I not do all these habits, I was just doing things that, uh, just to be honest, I wasn't necessarily super proud of you know, going on crazy, going on trips and partying like crazy, um, spending kind of more time and energy thinking about women in relationships than I was thinking about my goals, um, slacked off in the gym. And all of this kind of culminated to me being at a low point kind of in the back half of, or the, by June, July of 2021, I was at a pretty low point, uh, mentally. And this was the first time in my life where I had dealt with anxiety. I, I was not depressed, but I had never, you know, even dealt with any mental health issues in my life is to be honest, my life has been pretty good. Uh, even last year, it was good. But it was the first time where, you know, and I'll talk about this in another episode, which is where you know, I made a birthday post on Instagram, where I talked about some of my key learning lessons from last year. So I'll make a maybe the next episode will be about that. But you know, I, I think just leaving my career, you know, my YouTube channel kind of growth slowing down, the stock market crashing in the first half of 2021. And then me just abandoning all these habits just resulted in me being in a really, really low spot. So what did I do? I just booked a one-way flight to Europe last summer. Uh, I knew I had to change my environment. I knew I needed to get some peace and quiet and some alone time. And for like a good three, three and a half weeks, I was kind of just isolating in a resort in the Canary Islands. I wasn't talking to too many people. I was working out one to two times a day. I was listening to personal development podcasts like School of Greatness with Lewis Howes, you know, On Purpose with Jay Shetty, um, Real AF with Andy Frasilla. I was reading a lot. I was posting YouTube videos. I was learning reading investing books too that helped me make more money in the stock market. So none of this fixed the problem overnight. But as I started doing these habits again every single day in July, in August, in September, I just felt really good kind of going into October and November, like where I was in November of 2021 versus where I was in February of 2021 was just, or June of 2021 was just a drastic difference, right? But it took a lot of work and a lot of effort and time, right, to feel better again. So that's, that's basically a recap of kind of how I got into personal development and how I really got into it kind of over the last, uh, I would say, eight months or so. So with all this being said, let's talk about kind of, you know, the habits and behaviors I want to implement to make 29 my best year. I just turned 29 on February 12th. It's pretty crazy how fast time flies. I didn't expect to be here. Uh, if you ask, also, if you asked me 10 years ago, what I'd be doing at 29, you know, I couldn't envision my current life because I just didn't have a precedent for it. Um, but you know, I think a, a lot of times when people hear me talk on Instagram about 
I want to make this my best year. I think they assume that that all just means, oh, he's going to go super hard in the gym so he can get lower his body fat percentage. Or, oh, he wants to make this his best year. He just wants to make more money in the stock market than he made last year. Or he wants to go to more countries or he wants to go on more trips. And while all those things are fun, right, what I've realized through just my ups and downs over the last kind of year or so is that money, trips, um, your body, that's all just a function of kind of your habits and your behaviors, right? And that's almost like, that's just a byproduct, right? That's never, that shouldn't, in my opinion now, be the end goal of what you do in life, right? If you, if you execute on, if you try to be the best version of yourself and try to be better every day than you were yesterday, you're going to get those things in life, right? I don't know how quickly you'll get it, how much of it you'll get, but if you wake up every day and you're better, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually than you were yesterday, you're going to get results. They may not come tomorrow, but they will come over time if you're consistent and stick with it. So, you know, these habits are just, these are the main habits I want to implement into my life is I want 29 to, to be the best year of my life. And I, I know, right? I know how I want to look and feel. So before you all do an exercise like this, which I highly recommend, I would say try to craft a vision for how you want to look and feel by the end of the year and then work backwards to figure out what kind of habits and what kind of um, behaviors do you need to adopt to get those results. So let's start with number one. And I would say, you know, the top two or three are the most important, but I'm going to do all kind of six of these. So minimum, I'm going to do day, daily at least one hour of intense working out and ideally lifting. Um, so seven days a week. If for some reason my body just really needs a break, I'm super sore or I'm injured, then one day a week I'll either do an ab workout or a yoga class or something still pretty intense to burn calories. I'll never skip a day of kind of physical fitness and exercise. Um, and yes, you know, looking a certain way is great, but you know, it's, it's less about how you look and more about the, the other benefits of exercising and taking care of your health. Right. So first, uh, you know, as some of you know, I've been on the road for about three weeks. Right. And when I was in Miami, I was working out an hour and a half a day, probably, probably seven days a week, very occasionally six, but I knew how I looked and felt when I was doing that. But since I've been traveling, I've cut that down to probably like 45 minutes a day, five days a week, right? And I've already noticed, you know, slight decrease in my physique. That'll keep getting worse over time if I keep only working out kind of five days a week and I keep eating out like I'm eating out. But more than that, I notice a big difference in my level of discipline and motivation, right? When, when, I'm, when I'm making the time in my schedule, carving it out, to go to the gym, which isn't always easy, and just put myself through one one hour to one and a half hours of intense, you know, pain in the gym, right? I know though in my head I'm doing something to make myself better, right? And that makes me feel good. So when I have the discipline to do that, then the discipline to journal every day, to meditate every day, to read every day, right? That stuff becomes easy. The discipline to study my my stocks or options every day that becomes easy, right? And then I think part of going and the reason the second thing I want to talk about is motivation, right? The gym is beautiful because it's one of those things where, you know, you don't see results overnight, but you keep putting in the work every single day. And before you know it, three, four weeks later, you look at the scale and you lost five to 10 pounds or people start saying, yo, 
your arms are getting bigger or you look like you lost a ton of weight like or you look amazing right and stuff like that just increases your motivation and just wants you to keep going harder and get more results um third i want to talk about confidence look at the end of the day it's a reality of of the situation is the better you look the more confident you're going to feel and that's going to result you in having more kind of positive emotions and thoughts you know i just i know how i looked and felt when i was kind of 40 pounds heavier and i know how i look and feel now and i like this a lot better so i want to keep going harder because i know I'm, I'm nowhere near my potential when it comes to my physique because i really don't devote as much attention to like nutrition and supplementation as i should especially because i'm traveling now i eat out almost once a day so you know just working out really improves my confidence and is it's why it's going to be so important to me um next i just want to talk about two more things uh basically your energy levels and how you feel you know i notice when i go really hard in the gym you know i i just have more energy throughout the day i just wake up and i feel better you know i'm sure that's part of it has to do with increased kind of testosterone production increased human growth hormone production um but that's just what i noticed right my energy is better when i'm working out regularly intensely and i also sleep better and the next thing i'll say is we all know working out releases endorphins right and endorphins make you feel good right so this is all this is all why you know health and fitness and daily a minimum of one hour of intense exercise is going to be um something i focus on all right the second thing i want to talk about and this is arguably the most important in my mind and the thing that helped me the most when i was at a low point last year is the daily meditation so let me just drink a quick sip of water so my goal here so my goal here is to never skip a day of meditation well hopefully ever again in my life but i know that's not realistic probably so never skip a day for the rest of the year so the rest of the year where i'm, I'm 29 i'm gonna be meditating every single day for a minimum of 20 minutes. And, you know, I always wanted to get into meditation. And I knew a lot of successful people that I looked up to did it. But I always struggled with it because I didn't know if I was doing it right. You know, I would download the calm app, do a 10 to 15 meditation and just wasn't sure what else what, what I was supposed to be thinking about what I was supposed to be doing. But then I really stumbled across Joe Dispenza's work last year. And I think when he started when his work uh, around how meditation really can lead to physical changes in your body and, you know, that we all emit a frequency and we can control the frequency we emit to the universe. That's when I really started digging into meditation. I've, you know, spent $2,000 to go to his advanced meditation retreat in Marco Island in January of 2021. I bought his online courses, some of his meditations. And, you know, I want to do an episode on this late later. His meditation is just so important in my mind. But basically, the, I think to summarize what I learned from him, right, our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviors, those are all based on our past experiences, right? So essentially, we wake up every day and our mind is not a blank canvas. Our mind is already painted with everything that happened to us in our life based on our past, right? Okay, so then the whole point of meditation, according to Joe Dispenza, is let's erase those past memories those negative events that happened in our life those traumatic experiences and let's just create a blank canvas where we can paint whatever picture we want on that canvas ideally a very beautiful picture right so that's that's kind of the whole point of meditation and 
my kind of key takeaways from his work. I'm a novice meditator. I still struggle to get through some of these 30 to 45 minute meditations, but I'm trying to be much better about it. So let's go into something I've talked next three. Let's go into something I've talked about on my uh, Instagram quite a bit, which is my gratitude journal. Look, I think gratitude journaling, like this is one of the easier ones, right? Because it takes kind of five minutes, maybe 10 tops. But, you know, whether you do it in the morning or at the end of the day, it forces you to sit down and think, what were the good things that happened in my life that I need to be grateful for? And I noticed even on down days, days where things didn't go well, I I still, when I write this down and I look at it, I'm like, hey, man, my life is pretty damn good. I still got a roof over my head, a family that loves me. We're all healthy. We got enough money. So it just forces me, even if I just write something so simple, I'm grateful for Like, oh, I'm glad I got to talk to my parents today. You know, it forces you to focus on the good, which I think we, we all need to do more of. And I think we'll realize that we all have a lot to be thankful for, even if you have a really bad day or even if something really bad has happened in your life, like even just having clothes on your back, two arms and two legs. Like that's something to be grateful for. And that's something you can write down. If if everything went terrible in your day, you can still write in that gratitude journal. Hey, thank you to the universe, God, whatever you believe in that I got two arms and two legs or I got clothes or I ate today, right? Because I guarantee you, was, you don't have to look far to find someone who didn't eat or doesn't have clothes, etc. So I'm going to write in my gratitude journal every day going forward. All right, this is, I got nine more minutes, so I got to get through this. Um. So the fourth thing I want to talk about is I want to just for one year, not drink any alcohol, smoke any weed or do any other substances. I really don't have a problem with any of these things. I've just my mentality in life has always been kind of everything in moderation is okay and fine as long as you have the discipline to control yourself. But what I do, why the reason I want to do this is because I just believe that, you know, it's such a societal norm especially in the West, to just drink after you turn 21. So after you turn 21, now all of a sudden it's okay to drink. So you go to a restaurant, you go to a bar, everyone's ordering alcohol, right? And, you know, one or two drinks isn't a big deal here and there. But I think what I'm starting to realize, right, whether it applies to investing, my fitness, or even just my health, right, bad high habits or little actions can quickly compound over time and lead to drastic changes uh, in your life over the course of 5, 10, 20 years, right? So this is why for one year, I just want to go one year without any of these things and just see how I feel by the end of the year, right? See how my mental health is, right? And if I can give it up for a year, um, you know, I, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll recap what happened, what I achieved. And I really feel like a lot of good things will happen in my life this year if I can just have the discipline to say no, right? Say no to alcohol, specifically, right? Because that's what we're always faced with almost every single day of our lives. And I feel like if I have that level of discipline and that amount of commitment, right, to my goals, I think I'll get become pretty unshakable when it comes to never compromising on the other habits as well, right? So that's just one year, I'm going to give up those things and see what happens. Five, I just want to talk about kind of, this is one of the savers habits, daily reading, right? I'm going to read every day a nonfiction personal development book, for a minimum of 15 minutes, right? At the end of the day, knowledge is power. And I'm going to be honest, I'm a highly educated guy. I went to the best schools in the world pretty much, but I've learned more from these personal development books, these personal development podcasts, um, than I've learned from anything else in my life. If I'm being honest, people like Jay Shetty, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, 
Lewis Howes, Tom Bilial. I love these guys. Um, you know, Ed Milet, Andy Frisilla. These are guys I really look up to and aspire to be like. And they're just they're just churning out content that I think if us regular people can implement, right, our lives can just be in a completely different place. So I know in 2020, I was reading quite a bit. Is a COVID, you know, work was kind of slow. I was working from home. So I just learned so much that year. And I think I read like eight to 10 books that year. And it really, I think, was part of the reason why 2020 was my best year. So I'm going to try to read a non 15. I will read 15 minutes of nonfiction personal development every day. And then the last thing I want to talk about, and, um, you know, I think it's number six is I just really want to audit my environment, right? What does that mean? Well, the people I hang out with, um, the activities I'm engaging in, right? The content I'm consuming, right? Whether it's audio content or visual content, I want to be super, I want to audit this to make sure I'm fully allowing into my ears and my head things that I want to, you know, realize in my life, right? So, you know, we've all heard that term. Well, you're kind of like the byproduct of your top five friends or your top five, top five closest friends. Right. If they're all broke, you're probably going to be broke. If they're all millionaires, you'll probably be the sixth. So I just I love I have a lot. You know, I'm a very extroverted guy. I have a lot of friends, a lot of family. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I do know there are a handful of people who really love me and will be there for me no matter what. So I want to definitely focus on those people. But I just want to make sure I'm not surrounding myself with people who don't have a vision for, you know, how they where they want their life to go. And they're not trying to maximize their potential. So just kind of try to limit my interactions a little more with those kinds of people. And then, you know, when I talked about the activities I'm engaging in, obviously I travel a lot. I go to a lot of fun places. I think if I'm not drinking alcohol and partying, um, I won't be engaging in, I think, any activities that will really set me back in life. But I just want to make sure that I'm never, for this entire year, for the rest of the year, I'm not doing any activities that, you know, I wouldn't want my future kids to do or engage in. And then content. You know, I've talked a lot about this on my Instagram in the past, but, you know, growing up lifting in the gym, all I heard was rap music. We hear rap music everywhere we go. It's catchy. It's easy to lift to. But at the end of the day, you know, the stuff they rap about really, I think, can alter your mindset and make you want those things and lead to negative thoughts. So I'm going to try to really, it's going to be really hard for me, but I'm going to try to cut out just the amount of rap. Ideally, no rap but um, for the rest of the year. It's going to be really hard, and um, I'm sure I might have setbacks on this one, but I'm going to do my best. And when I talk about visual influences, whether it's, you know, rap music videos or shit we see on social media or, you know, I know one thing I, I, I tried quitting in 2020 was porn. Quit it for a while. You know, the amount that I watch now is drastically reduced. Like, I rarely watch it now, but my goal is to not watch it ever again, like ever, like quit for good. Right. So these visual influences, I really feel can, like I said, alter our mindset and affect our thoughts. And, you know, I know ever since I gave up some of these things, I just my mindset has improved the way I view women has improved. So my goal now is just to make it set in stone, like I'm done, never going to watch any of any negative things again. Um, and uh, I think that that's this is really going to help me. Right. This number six, really auditing my environment. This is really going to help me make 29 um, the best year of my life. And I think one other thing is just going to try to limit how much I kind of I'm on social media on my phone. So I'm not going to check it. You know, the goal is not to check it first thing in the morning, never check social media before I meditate. And I'm going to try to just turn my phone off at night as well before I go to sleep. 
So these are just kind of things that I think will really help me, you know, start my day off on the best foot and end my day um, on the highest possible note that I can. So look, everybody, I'm using Anchor, so I'm only allowed to record up to 30 minutes in my web browser. But um, this is the first episode. This is how I plan to make kind of 29 the best year of my life. And, uh, you know, I'll try to do an episode a week on this podcast, just talking about my personal development journey and how things are going. And, you know, I hope, you know, you tune in and, and find it helpful. So take care and I'll see you in the next one.